HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit corin.com. This week on Meet and 3, we're examining the true cost of convenience when it comes to when, where, and how we eat. Dark stores enable workers to eat without any kind of thought to how they're getting their food or how it might have come to be. DoorDash, Uber, and Lyft in the past have pledged to spend $90 million to try to exempt themselves from the law. I could be wrong, uh, but I, I think there's going to be significant regulatory pushback on driverless trucks. Tune in to Meet in 3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, welcome to Japan Eats. I'm Yohoseki Katema, food writer and director of New York's Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deeper understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcast live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi ramen kaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is so mystery for many people, so I'll try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. My guest today is Arisa Suzuki Forbes, who is a specialty cake designer and cookbook author based in New York City. Cakes are often the highlight of important events, including weddings, birthdays, and other celebrations, and designing specialty cakes can be as challenging as designing a dress or making a sculpture. And uh, Arisa works at one of the best specialty cake studios in New York City, uh, Shelf Nouvelle Cakes and Confections. And Arisa was born and raised in Japan, but her passion and hard work led her to build a career here in New York City as a specialty cake designer. So today we'll dis- discuss why Arisa uh, chose to become a cake designer, the challenges she faced to establish her career, a design philosophy, and much, much more. But quickly, before we start, Japanese is available on the Heritage Radio Network website, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify as a podcast. So please go to iTunes, Stitch, and Spotify, and subscribe to Japan Needs. And please write our review. We really appreciate your feedback. Also, if you have ideas about topics of the show or show guests, please let us, let us know. You can email us at japanese at heritageradionetwork.org or kikukatema.com. Now let's start a conversation with Arisa Suzuki Forbes. 
Hello, Risa. Welcome. Thank you. So, first of all, uh, you're from Tokyo, I heard. And uh, so, what kind of sweets did you grow up eating? So, it's funny.、Um, everyone thinks it's funny because I don't really eat sweets so much. Wow. But,、uh, I but I like sweets, of course. But I don't eat like every day regularly. So, when I think about sweets,、uh, my mom used to make for special occasions and then. It's always associated with like family events.、Mm. So, like Christmas for gingerbread cookies,、um, birthday, every birthday for my, myself、uh-huh. and cousins, and all those like homemade sweet style. Wow.、Yeah. But this ginger, <laughs> gingerbread cookies tend, tend to be more American than、yes. classic Japanese. So, yeah, my mom used to live in the US for two and a half years. Oh, wow. Before,、uh, and then he, she went back to Japan and then married my dad. So she had a lot of good memories about American culture and she wanted to show it to me. So、mm. she did a lot of stuff like Easter party. <laughs> like,、oh, wow. Yeah. So,、um, yeah, it was really、uh, yeah. Americanized. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I ask my mom, who's like, what? Easter? <laughs> yeah, it's very、uh, non Japanese. So that's great. So maybe that's the inspiration. I think、initial. so. Yes. Right. So,、uh, and I heard that you studied art at college in Tokyo. So,、mm-hmm. what category of art did you major? So, the major was called、uh, spatial art. So, my, my school、uh, let us study all kinds of art on a freshman year to know what exactly what you want to do. So, I did like fashion design, calligraphy, pottery, sculpture, everything. And I、mm. did love everything, but it was hard for me to、um, decide what I want to like、um, for business、mm. um, when I was 20、um, because I was doing cake decorating as a hobby for a long time and I was just so passionate about it. But there's no way、uh, I could think about that as a business in Japan because nobody was doing it.、Mm. So I chose、uh, spatial design, which is kind of like interior designing.、Mm. But I wasn't really like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yes.、Uh, interesting. So sounds like, well, I think the reason in Japan there are no. Cake culture, like specialty cake culture, because we don't throw many parties, right? Well, yes,、um, there are a lot of great cakes and pastry arts in Japan, but it's just really different、uh, culture when it comes、mm. to designers' cakes. So,、um, yeah, I didn't know what to do with my passion、right. <laughs> about cake decorating. Yeah, it's surprising if you go to like any corner. In any town or city,、mm-hmm. you see great yes. special, oh no, like really. Just for eating,、yeah. you can have any kind of cakes and、mm-hmm. sweets and cookies、mm-hmm. in Japan, like、mm-hmm. big, yes. with German bakery style、yeah. stuff. So, so, all right. And、uh, so, how did you, I mean, why did you shift your direction from art to specialty cake design? Like, was there any event or any reason? Well, so I started cake decorating as a hobby when I was 14. That was also my mom's, um, my mom's, um, Cake books that I was at home, I just got interested in and then I was reading it and it started as a for, for fun because I love making cr- like creative stuff.、Um, and then I was just making for friends for、mm. so since 14 till until college. And、um. then I was kind of known for like, oh, she likes to make like colorful cakes. <laughs> and then so、uh, after freshman year, I went to.、Um, I visited my friend in Boston. She was studying music in Boston. And、um, I saw the, the American pastry shops with the art, artistic、mm. cakes. And I found out that's like 
could be a business and then, you know like food network they're like cake competition with the artistic cake mm. uh, decoration cake and then uh, so I really wanted to do this and there's a way um, in the states like if I go to pastry school like I can be a cake designer so like I, that was the career change point. Oh wow! Me. So that was a really the moment. Yes, and it if was. If you didn't visit your friend in Boston, I wouldn't know. Wow. Or maybe it was later. Right. So. Hmm. Okay. So I'm sure you're grateful to your friend, <laughs> <laughs> and then she's grateful to you. Now making <laughs> even better cakes. So, uh, but how did you study making specialty cakes? So, like I said, just uh, beginning was just uh, self taught, mm. but I didn't no like english back then so i was like using dictionary and then reading um just testing testing for my friends and family mm-hmm. and then yeah so i kind of started just pastry art for the really like as a beginner when i went to my school mm-hmm. in new york right yeah. um by the way so what whose book was it that you are so that was my mom's mm-hmm. uh i think she got to know you know wilton it's like a cake decorating company for mm-hmm. american people mostly housewives mm-hmm. um they have the book for like just fundamental decoration skills and she collected every year and then that was oh, like wow. at my house and Interesting. it was really pretty and i just was so into it right i think uh one of the books when i was inspired i i bought a book by b uh lee bailey mm-hmm. and he's like a really like the figure of American style cooking and uh-huh. I got his uh, southern style cakes and I was I didn't make any of those <laughs> but I actually wrote to him how great yeah. his book was and he responded to me oh wow yeah so yeah that's my dream about cakes in yeah. America so anyway so um, but I heard you went to uh, the CIA mm-hmm. that's what you mentioned yes. the school in, Amer- in, in New York that was like that's the Harvard of uh, culinary study <laughs> Right. So you decided you just uh, looked up which school you're going to go to? Yeah. So so my school in Japan was supposed to be four years. But after two years, I really wanted to study abroad. And I asked my parents, like, can I study abroad? Because I want to be a cake designer. Mm. And they're like, they didn't say no to me because they knew how much I was passionate about it. But they also was like, had a doubt, like how to do it, like as a career. Mm. So we search a lot about schools and um, well CIA has degree and then most of the chefs here successful chefs are from CIA mm. that and then we uh, got to know people from CIA the Japanese people in Japan and I got to talk to them they helped me a lot mm. and so yeah all I had to do is just uh, start cooking baking and then study English wow so you you went to the English school first Mm-hmm. Yes, so I was trying to um, pass the exam, English exam in Japan, but that was not enough. And then I had to uh, learn, you know, how to speak and listen. Mm-hmm. So my mom sent me to Michigan and Auburn um, just to study English for half a year mm-hmm. because there's no Japanese there. <laughs> hey. Oh, wow. So no choice. Hey, um, yeah, but CIA is really, there's a aura. But once you step into campus, it's yeah. like very... High tension. Yeah, I loved it. Like, I, we went to see the school and I was like, I want to go this place. <laughs> mm. It's very hard yeah. to survive, so you did True. it. <laughs> so, but speaking of uh, what was um, um, the biggest challenge that you faced at the CIA? So, even after I got into CIA, I think the English was the hardest thing for me, uh, especially, like, culinary terms that I didn't know. Mm. Like, for example, like, I had to learn, like, 
hundreds of um, vegetable names and like <laughs> you know like even I I go to a pastry yard it's like everyone has to learn about vegetables and like it was really interesting because I love cooking as well mm. <laughs> but it's just such a different field and but then like once uh, we started the hands-on class like it was more visual so it was easier for me mm, right because you have a solid background in <laughs> arts so um so I heard that before you graduated from uh, CIA, you made a cake by yourself and won uh, top prizes at a reputable competition. Mm -hmm. And I also heard that normally the piece would be made by a team of students. So uh, could you tell us about the competition and why you decided to do the work alone? So this competition has ended like a couple of years ago, unfortunately, but it was like a long history um, competition in New York City, Javits Center. And CIA always participate as a team. So there is a table from CIA mm. and um, the centerpiece is always the wedding cake or specialty cake. Um, every time it's a different theme. And then there's the chocolate pieces, uh, sugar pieces, and then the currently di um, display. And when I got to CIA for the for freshman year, I saw the display after the competition the student did uh, in the a food hole mm -hmm. and it was beautiful and I just found out the students made it and I was like next year I really want to make it because I never really made a huge cake by myself so that I always thought about it and then the next year I asked my chef like mm -hmm. if I could try that and that was after my internship so my cake decoration chef recommended me um, to go to Dean and Luckily, I got to do it. Mm. So by doing by yourself, you can really test your skills and yes. ability. So that was like challenge for myself too. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. So, well, it was it was already hard, right? But studying CIA. So that's yes, because it was like a month before the graduation, so we had a lot to study in the kitchen as well. But then I had to like work for four five hours after class. Every day for three months. <laughs> wow. But my friends helped me a lot, like mentally. Mm. <laughs> right. So wh what did you make? So I made a wedding cake. Mm. Uh, it has a sphere inside of the cake, and then that's surrounded by a bunch of sugar flowers. Mm. So it's huge. <laughs> right. Well, how big was it? It's like one meter. Oh, really? Oh, wow. And or more, uh, maybe, actually. Right. Well, sounds like um, it's kind of, you know, it's a sphere in, inside and it sounds like very hard to stabilize it. Yes, yeah, so it was something that I never seen. That's what I wanted to do. So mm -hmm. I talked to Dean and then, yeah, we kind of came up with this like concept and then he let me design the rest of it. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so while you were at CIA, you worked for the top cake designer, Ron Ben Israel, mm -hmm. as an intern. So what did you learn from him? A lot. Like, so we we go to externship between the um, freshman year and sophomore year for five months. And then for me, that was the only place I wanted to go. And that was one of the hardest places to get into as an internship, too. So I was really nervous, but I just, you know, put all my my cake picture that I have done uh, with my resume, and then um, luckily I got it. So there are like four interns, and then uh, I learn a lot from observing whatever like the Ron and other co uh, other workers are doing, 
And interns just do uh, small flowers all day, honestly. But then that really helped me knowing like how to deal with the materials and you know tools, which is so new to me. Mm. Uh, and then I, we, uh, he let me go to the delivery, and then I got to see the like the best venue with crazy nice. parties. Oh, you dream up! Right? Yes, <laughs> I really didn't want to leave to go back to school, but it was just. Amazing,、mm-hmm. and I heard、uh, he used to be a, a dancer. Yes, he used to be a ballet dancer. Right. Interesting, right? So it's it's not just making a cake; it's more like an art、mm-hmm. mindset. Yeah, he's to totally、have. artist. Yes, right. Okay, and、uh, so after graduating from the CIA, you joined、uh, the Schultz Novel Cakes and Confections,、uh, which again one of the top specialty cake studios. So how did you get the job? So Charlotte was also an intern when I was at Ron. So、oh. we're friends to begin with, and、uh, she went to French Carnot Institute、um, back then,、mm-hmm. and、uh, she started her own business after. So that was after FCI, I guess, and then she started the business by、mm-hmm. herself, kind of. <laughs> wow! And then that's about the time that I graduated school, and then we kind of like figure out that we both can work together, and then I. I kind of started working for her. Nice. Yes. Wow. So okay, well that's interesting. It was like perfect、um, timing as well.、Mm. So sounds like、uh, becoming a specialty cake designer. There's no set path, right? You can start. Maybe you're a dancer. You want to study. Yeah. And you have your own skills, and it's open a studio. I think so. I、right. mean, well, you have to know how to bake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I went to school. But、mm. yeah, it's more like art to me. Right. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, because it's so hard to imagine, right? <laughs>、um, yeah, okay. So,、um, so you, but after that,、um, you left New York、yes. and worked in Japan for a while. So, what happened? So, I worked for Charlotte for two years. The first year was the OPD visa after school,、mm-hmm. and then I was gonna go home because I couldn't just afford to hire a lawyer <laughs> to get a visa. But she offered me to be. Become a sponsor for me, so we tried to get the artist visa, and my lawyer told me like it'll be okay because I got the prize and then I got some like publications and then so we're just working while we're applying for it.、Mm. But I just got a phone call and like you gotta leave in three weeks because nobody、oh. got the artist visa that year. <laughs> then, wow. Yeah, so I was like okay, and then but they said it wasn't like hundred percent no. I just didn't get it because I didn't have any like um. Publication in Japan because I kind of started my career officially here.、Mm. So if I work,、um, you know, work in Japan for a while and then you know become like a little bit famous,、mm. like you can come back and you can reapply or whatever. So okay, I'm just gonna like leave. I left like half of my stuff in New York City、mm. and then I went back to Japan. And like I just told my friends and family on Facebook, I'm going back to Japan. And I don't know how this happened, but like. A week after, I had like so many orders already. Oh wow! So、um, I was just making cakes for my friends, and then that was also a good timing in a way because like people started interested in American sweets that time.、Mm. Not just like for example, like cupcakes and colorful cakes used to be a little bit like oh, American sweets are too sweet for Japanese people, but then they're like more Instagram worthy,、mm. and people started knowing about. Like sweets、right. in the U.S. What was the year that you went back? Two,、uh, so six years. Okay. Yeah. Right. So、13. that was two thousand thirteen. Yeah, that's interesting because 
Well, actually, I really realized that so many American food brands, including Swiss to restaurants, yes. they're everywhere. And in New York,、fun. especially. Right, right. Brooklyn and New York are、right. huge、like, mm. right now. So that was a lucky timing. Yeah, so I got, to, I got to make cake. And then at the party, so many like, other people. The cake, and I'm like, What is this? I never seen cake like this. Like, can I order? And then, like, two months later, I was making the di- window display for Omote Sando, which is like what, Fifth Avenue.、Oh, wow. So, I just it was just perfect timing. Yeah, that's yeah. such a recognition. I mean, <laughs> no, I can't believe what I'm doing. Right. So, yeah. yeah, it's like guaranteed next time visa application. <laughs> yeah, well, then, so I just had enough job to do. So, to become like officially business owner, I have to have like. The kitchen, not、mm. making from my house, of course. So I made, I found a little kitchen that is, you know, certified, and I started making the cakes there. Wow. I didn't want to go back to New York.、Right. <laughs> yeah. So it was it,、uh, like by yourself?、Just、yes,、alone? by myself for、uh, almost three years, and I had an intern after、mm. that. but Wow. That's amazing. It was, it was <laughs> a good five years. Right. Well, you never know what happened.、Yeah. Right. So. Okay, and then、um, you published a book too, which、yes. uh, is in Japanese, but、mm-hmm. uh, it's a beautiful book.、Um, yeah, especially Arisa Suzuki's specialty cake and decoration. Yeah. Right? So, congratulations,、Thank、and hopefully you. you're going to publish here too. Hope so. Yeah.、Um, all right, so let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about、uh, Arisa's new life as a cake designer back in New York. So, please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, a supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American, and that is why they are located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's Tribeca showroom is home to the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan. Stop by to view the exquisitely designed tableware and the Welsh natural sharpening stones. They have a whole range of knife services, from repair and rust removal to reshaping and realigning. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the highest quality Japanese design to your table so you can experience the unparalleled quality of Japanese craftsmanship in your home or restaurant. For more information, visit coin.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Aki Kotema, and my guest today is Arisa Suzuki Forbes, who is a specialty cake designer and cookbook author based in New York City. So,、um, so you returned to New York、mm-hmm. last year. Yes. What happened? So, three years ago, I met my boyfriend, now husband, and we spent two years together in Japan because he was stationed in Japan as a Navy pilot.、Mm. And, but he just retired and then、um, he got a job in New York City. So,、uh, I came back with him. Right. So, well, you said it's kind of bittersweet, right? Because you're so established in Japan. And,、uh... True. Yes, it is like bittersweet.、Mm. So, So then you return, and then now you work at、uh, Charlotte Novel Cakes and Confections again,、mm-hmm. of course. Yes. <laughs> so,、uh, what are your 
responsibility is there? So, um, so we were uh, five of us and uh, three other girls, and I usually like work together. And everyone can finish the cake from the like baking to you know finish the cake decoration. But then, like since we're working on a really big project, mm. we usually kind of split the jobs. Like whatever you're good at it, the most or fastest, mm. and um, and then we kind of like switch around. Right. Um, but mainly, I do the decorations, uh, also like flowers because I made a lot of flowers back in Japan. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just work as a team. Mm. Yeah. So what's the difference? You know, you were almost alone in Japan, mm. and now what's the difference? Well, we can work on a big project. What's uh, different, like because well, I was working on big project, but like I couldn't do more than like two or three. And then now, mm. like we have so many, like ahead of time, we know like we're doing next year and stuff like that. Mm. And it's just it's just so different clientele too. Mm. Um, yeah, so you know, New York, there are a lot of Mm. parties <laughs> right so maybe i would imagine in japan like like i don't know like movies or yes. you know, windows and the mm-hmm. kind of thing. so japan i did a lot of like company events or the celebrities and i did like tv shows sets like you said that was like mostly and then the wedding cakes thing was different i did a lot of wedding cakes but uh, it's just different rules that I cannot really bring in the real cake, the edible cake, into the venue. Mm. So that was another struggle in Japan. Oh, really? So I had to make like full cake, which is not edible. It's mm. just for the, you know, show. So is that for sanitation thing? Yeah, or? and also like I guess you protect the pastry chefs at the hotel or the venue. Oh, But they say, you know, sanitation, that's also, you right. know. Right. <laughs> I don't <The> know. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Interesting. So, but here it's more for like wealthy personal cakes or? Yeah, we do. Uh, yes, personal, like wealthy family events and uh, yeah, company events, celebrities. And uh, yeah, I think most of it mm. is like also like fashion people because my boss used to be a fashion designer. So we have like a lot of connection with fashion mm. business. Interesting. So it's really reflects the culture surrounding yeah. cake yes I, I, it sounds like it's better for you too to have completely different experience now yeah right okay um so what's your favorite part um well actually before that let me ask you this question what is your design philosophy for cake um i think the art for me like is to express yourself so i have my own style um that i like but also, like, for the cake, it's always, like, there is a client who wants a cake from me, and then there's the story behind it. So I always try to, like, talk to the clients, like, what is it for? What do you really want to express with this cake? And what would be the, you know, best element to make it more memorable and stuff like that? So for me, like, cake design is, like, always kind of, like, teamwork with the client. Mm. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but... It does, it does. It's not just, like, me expressing, you know. I take cake as, a, like, white canvas, so, like, I can do whatever, but it's always, like, design is always original because, like, there is a client who tells me what she really wants. Mm. Really want, so. Right. so if I were your client, I would think, like, say, I just want to have, for my birthday, just, mm-hmm. like, I don't So know. then I'll have, like, consultation with you, like, 
what is your favorite color? What is the theme of the party? Like, what is so special about like this party?、Mm. Yeah.、Right. So to make it super personal and that is, you know, become more memorable for you.、So. Mm. Right. It sounds like the more experience you have、um, for cake making and also personal life, then you can have better <laughs> cakes, I guess. I think so, yes. Right. Wow. Okay. And、uh, so, who are,、um, like, in generally, I don't know, who are the most difficult clients in terms of interpreting? And... Whoa, that's a hard question.、Um... For me, so、um, this is my personal experience back in Japan. The hardest one、uh, could be、uh, they have like something totally different style of like what I would make.、Uh. But then they have this like, I want this figure on top of the cake, which is not my style, but I can do it, you know?、Mm. So like, it's like still wanted to make it look like my art, but like still have to talk to、right. class. So it's like, it's the hard part as well. But、mm. it's, Also, like, interesting part too.、Right. Wow. So, well, probably that's a good thing for you, right? To kind of like push your envelope.、Mm-hmm. And, true,、right? true. Like, I learned, I had to, like, told myself how to make figurines because there are so many people in Japan wanted to have, like, figurine on people or the dogs and cats. <laughs> <laughs> it, that wasn't my strength, but, like, yeah, I got better at it.、Mm. <laughs> so. Interesting. Yeah, it's just like, you know,、um, It must be very inspiring. And also, you have time limit in a way because、mm-hmm. it's still here, especially it's edible. Yes. And you have to plan design and you have to make a stable one, portable,、mm-hmm. and all those yeah, things. Yeah, that's the hardest part, honestly. Like, you have to plan a lot. Like, we have a meeting every morning, kind of go through the week, like every day, because it changes every day. And,、mm. like, who's making this? Who's making this? It has to be done by this time. And, And then we're making like five cakes at the same time or something. So,、right. yeah,、um, yeah, you have to be on time and it's still fresh and delicious and beautiful and not collapsing. So,、mm, right. yeah, it's a lot of planning. Yeah. So, so far, there's no failure, no collapsing cake before? I don't, yeah, not that I remember. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Right.、Um, so, the, what is,、um, so from, from the beginning to the end, To get it older,、mm-hmm. and you discuss the concept,、mm-hmm. and you design, like draw、mm-hmm. things, and kind of. Yes,、uh, when I was working in Japan, I, yeah, I talked to clients and then asked for any picture or any material that I can get inspired of. And, and,、um, and then I do sketch and then show it to them. And then if there is a correction, I will change it. And then I will like, make the final sketch so that they can. You know, imagine how it's gonna be, you know, how tall it is gonna be, and everything. And then I just kind of started making it.、Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm just curious though, in terms of、uh, taste, actual taste,、mm-hmm. did they re- require some certain kind of flavors? Or it's yeah, more like. They have options, just like other cakes.、Um, yeah, we have like different、uh, flavor of sponge cake and buttercream or. I um I would do any flavor. Yes.、Mm. So. It's like, like, it's also like your choice, you know, one of the kind of cake, the part like, if it's like your wedding, for example, like you want your most favorite flavor of your wedding cake.、So. Right. Because your guests actually eat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.、Um, so, what's your favorite part of your job as a、um, you know, professional designer?、Mm-hmm. Um, I would say just finishing up, like to make it 
actually make the final uh, look just like the design that I did and then also like I used to bring it to the venue and then set up and then make sure everything is okay if something was falling I have to fix it but then at the same time I see like all the decoration that for that day you know like they've been planning like it just matches everything and I like to see that and then also if I um not always but I get to see my clients and their like reaction is like priceless and like, mm. I love it Hey, do you yeah. have any memorable moments by the clients? Well, a lot. Um, but let's say when I was in Japan, I got to do a lot of like celebrity cakes. And um, of course, I got to meet them. That's, their uh, reaction was great too. But they also like paused like someone made, I made this cake for, you know, her birthday or something. And then I got to see all the reaction from like, their fans mm. on the, like Instagram and stuff and it was just so many and then you know that was something special to me mm. right um yeah I think uh again I, as I said at the beginning cake is very symbolic mm-hmm. um item yeah celebration. celebration right so yeah that's exciting <laughs> but uh, uh what's the hardest part of your job I mean, maybe maybe mentally stressful or... (laughs) That is, yeah, mentally... Well, definitely much better now because back in Japan, I was doing all by myself. And to me, I'm like so artist. Like I'm not a business person much. Mm. (laughs) So it was hard for me to price out my cake um, to my clients. Like price out and then tell them. But you have to really like think about how long it would take for me to make a you know, business out of it. Mm. So first part, it was hard for me to like price out. Mm. Like everything else, right? Like any business owner, including myself, how, how much can you charge? Right. Like, and then <laughs> it's for your, you know, body is like hard. <laughs> right. But you have to really charge the right amount because as a yeah. business, you have to be sustainable. Yeah. So yeah, first it was hard. I was like definitely not charging enough and I wasn't making any money. But, you know, after like two years, I started making profit because... I kind of find out like how how much you know I should charge for time and yeah right well you have enough background and the hard work that's pretty yeah <laughs> right um so what is your mission in making specialty cake well the clients um they make it more special with the cake and more memorable I mean it's really simple but um you know make people happier <laughs> mm. yeah that's my mission right and i think uh, personally though i think you're changing the mindset about specialty cakes in japan as well yeah i think so because well nobody knew the word cake designer and yeah so i kind of started talking this is my job is cake designer and then people started mm. saying cake designer so it was really amazing right well maybe more applicants at the cia's to more specializing mm-hmm. in a, a specialty cake. Yes, I like. hope so. I mean, like I I get a lot of emails from Japanese younger generation. Like I got to know about cake designer because you're on TV and stuff. Like, and then I, how do I, you know, mm. become cake designer if I'm not studying abroad and stuff like that? I was like trying to reply everyone. Mm. Yeah, good thing and bad thing. It's just you know how I did in Japan, just giving yeah. advice. So. Mm. It sounds like based on just the hard work. And <laughs> when you look back, things happen. 
But I think it's definitely like more popular job. Uh, I left five years after five years, but I think there is a you know um, there is this um, business mm-hmm. out there. Like I really hope like this uh, people you know try to become cake designer more mm-hmm. commonly. You know. Hey, so what's your plan? So <laughs> my plan. So I definitely want to start my own business again back here, but we don't know how long we're gonna be in New York City right now. Oh, uh, because your your husband may yeah he will change the job eventually, and um and we I think we're gonna live outside of the city, still commutable to city. Mm. So yeah, so starting my own business will be like a little bit later, but I'm still like learning a lot at my work. So mm. um, but technically. And cake making is it kind of advancing business like you know new skills you learn like you know cooking mm-hmm. new technique new uh, like packaging to like everything started to be more kind of you know technical like yeah. machines and stuff mm-hmm. so like technique like we have the fundamental skill so it's interesting because i learn every time i make different cakes because it's always different theme because the clients give us like different you know um idea mm-hmm. and so i'm learning every single cake and then, oh we can do this we can do this so like i'm still growing like right. <laughs> yeah so i'm just like trying to be able to do like more stuff before i start mm. my own stuff so do you think uh this uh, new york city is a mecca like the best place to yeah, study? yeah i think so for mm. cake design yes mm. right because uh the more parties and uh yeah. talents mm-hmm. inspiring how many of them here in New York, how many cake designers do you know? Oh, there are a lot. Yeah, like hundreds. <laughs> but there are like, you know, several famous people, of course, mm. with a team. And yeah, but right. there are a lot of party as well. So we just kind of work out right. together. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so uh, where can we find your work and updates online? So um, right now, the stuff that we're making at work is at the uh, Charles Neville Confection Instagram. And then my own stuff. Uh, I made a, my own wedding cake two months ago. Oh, wow. So I do my own stuff just like for fun, and, <laughs> you know, on the side. And that's uh, under Alisa Suzuki Forbes uh, okay. Instagram. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> what was the theme of your wedding cake? So that was the hardest cake to make because I just had a lot of idea. But also I was busy planning other stuff. So I didn't make until a week before. <laughs> Um, but I basically I just like simple like elegant style so I just corporate with other design it's like theme color and the flowers and what was the color? it's a dusty blue mm. and white flowers hey. wow so I have to look up <laughs> <Please. on> the- <laughs> alright so thank you for joining us and good luck thank you so much for having me so uh, listeners if you have any questions or comments about the show or suggestions for show topics or guests please contact us at japanese.heritageradionetwork.org or kikwatem.com Japanese is live at 3pm on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org iTunes, Stitcher and Spotify as a podcast Our engineer is Matt Patterson and thank you for listening I'll see you next week Japan Needs is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. 
connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find us at facebook.com slash heritage radio network. Heritage Radio Network is a non-profit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Subscribe to the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join HRN family by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thank you for listening.